Welcome back to Petals and Thorns. I'm X. And I'm O. And we just watched another episode of The Bachelor, week six. Yep. We're going to do things a little bit differently this time. So let's breeze through or maybe try to breeze through, yeah. right? A little recap of what happened. And then we're going to talk about a couple of things, um, you know, whatever comes up possibly but we definitely want to talk about the potential of katie becoming the next bachelorette yes and we want to talk a little bit about the controversy around rachel and specifically an interview that we watched between chris harrison and rachel Lindsay. if you're not familiar um you should be just kidding. Um, well, not really. But yeah, if you're not familiar, Rachel Lindsay was uh, a is a former bachelorette. Mm-hmm. She started on um, as a contestant on Nick Vial's season. Yes. And then she be, uh, she became the bachelorette and became the first black bachelorette. So yeah. she ma- made history there. Um, that was long overdue as well. And it was years ago. Yeah, kind of a, a gold so. standard when it comes to leads. definitely a gold standard she was phenomenal she um is a person with lots of admirable traits um but anyway she is uh now working for extra tv and Mm -hmm. she uh she she hosted an interview with chris harrison and it was interesting so we'll get to that yeah we'll get to that so okay so week six yeah it starts with oh god one thing I don't know why. <laughs> Jasenia and Victoria. I mean, Meredith. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh. MJ. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so Victoria continues to um, play a part in these episodes because she enters uh, she, she new hosts, right? Mm, yeah. That's the joke is that Victoria hasn't left. She just, her spirit entered a new host. So right now at the beginning of week six, the week six episode, that is MJ. We mm-hmm. find out that MJ's real name is Meredith <laughs> and Jasenia is nothing but right yeah. <laughs> by saying that she's... <laughs> MJ saying, you know, oh, we're, I'm so embarrassed to be here. We're here, here because you can keep your my name out of your mouth. No, we're here because of your actions. Okay. Yeah. So we have MJ and Jasenia and ba- basically battling it out. Uh, Matt comes to talk to them. In the end, MJ goes home. Yeah. Right? That's, you know, rightfully. <laughs> yes. And um, so then the cocktail party is canceled. Again. Again. Mm -hmm. Everyone's upset because they're not getting enough time with Matt. And something stood out to me here. Okay. Serena C. Mm -hmm. Started to say, you know, it's so frustrating because we're not getting enough time. These parties keep getting uh, canceled. And if... If this hadn't have happened, we b- wouldn't be here. Right. This being if if no one had brought up the bullying and toxicity <laughs> to Matt. Yeah. yeah I, don't, <laughs> I don't know about that one. I, I, okay. If no one had brought it up, we wouldn't be here? Or do you mean to say if no one had been a bully and if we didn't have this toxicity in the home? Yep. 
this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. I was blown away by the fact that she said that. I, I almost... Do you remember you're on TV? Yeah. I, I, I was almost surprised by that take. Um, but at the same time, it, it's, it's been par for the course that bad faith argument is, you know, currency on this show. So obviously they're mm. not going to say um they're not going to be the moral high ground they'll they'll just say like oh well if you hadn't be hadn't been such a little snitch about it uh-huh if you just kept your mouth shut if you just kept your mouth shut on. and just let us do our thing <laughs> yeah ridiculous i i can't wait for the women to all well yes i can i can and i can't um, no that's gonna just gonna be, a... be bickering for 45 minutes i know no. but i do want to see how like you know what though with social media and checking up on some of these people after they've showed their asses on tv (laughs) um it's clear to me that they are not most of them just are not learning from their mistake and their stupidity mistakes and stupidity and just not bad actions bad decisions yeah no they we're in this era that you know, whatever the internet thinks about you, you kind of double down on it, which yeah. is kind of weird. It's yeah. Mind you, I mean, I'm not one to say like, oh, let people change who you are. But at the same time, there is a line between, you know, learning to uh, listen and being told what to do. Yeah. There's a, there's a difference there. Yeah, there absolutely is. Okay. So whatever, Serena says that and Katie's face says it all. Like I was with Katie when she reacted like, wait, what? That's what you're saying? Uh, You know, we thought she was going one way with it and then said, oh, well, if you had just kept your mouth shut. And of course she instigates with Katie and we get to that after the rose ceremony. But first the rose ceremony, uh, who goes home? Maggie. Well, other than MJ, she goes home before the rose ceremony and then Maggie, Ryan and Brittany. Yes. Yes. I think that's it. I don't I th- know if I'm think, forgetting someone. I, I but feel like that was it because I mean, it's been the three plus MJ. I keep I keep getting stuck the uh, the image of the roses in my head, but the, because the table the the podium had I think seven roses, but there were already about three or four roses giving out to um, I believe Michelle, Abigail, and the, the other dates I forget Piper. Yeah, there were like there were like four roses already out. And then you have yeah. seven more. You that gives you about eleven, which is about where we are right now at the end of this episode. So okay, so they go home, and then Katie and Serena have, like, they are. At, I remember seeing in the preview. Wow, she must get pushed far because yeah. Katie's screaming. Like we don't. She doesn't seem to be that type. She's clearly she's she's over it though. It's just ridiculous how much she's had to put up with. Yeah, I mean, and she's the only one doing anything about the yep. the environment in this house. Yep. What's the only one? As you know, we'll find out. How excluded you must feel how alone you must feel. Yeah, and in I, an I environment was, like that. I remember watching the preview last week for this week's episode and thinking like what leads to Serena and Katie arguing and it's interesting that it does kind of come out of left yeah the, just serena mm-hmm. just decides oh target acquired let me just mm-hmm. go for this one mm-hmm. unprompted like it, it yeah. just really comes out of nowhere i really think a producer whispered in serena's ear katie is the one who's telling me matt all these he's she's yeah. the one tipping him off because otherwise no first of all katie was right she didn't say anyone's name she just mentioned to matt once yeah. she tried to deal with it herself before that wasn't working so she went to matt once and said 
there's a lot of bullying and toxicity in the yeah. whole house. Do something about it because mm-hmm. they'll listen to you. They're not, they might listen to you, but they're not listening to me. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, but that's about it. She lets the rest play out. Yeah. They kind of show themselves very so quickly. So I feel like a pretty, and then, and then Matt slipped that Katie came to him. <laughs> yeah. But that was to Victoria, right? Right before he sent her home. Um, no, what he said to no with Victoria, the conversation was about Ryan. Uh, he did mention Katie's name to Anna, I believe, but I could be wrong. Oh, it's to Anna. I think so. Oh, okay. We'll have to look back at that. But um, yeah, I remember his her he slipped her name once, but I felt like it was to someone who ended up leaving right after, and so. Based on that, no one else should know that Katie is the one that, or it seems that way. It seems like no one else would know that Katie went to Matt at some point. Mm. So, you know, it really did seem to come out of nowhere. And, um, and, and so I, I can imagine the frustration that Katie was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it does become a point and I don't blame her for uh, for this. I don't fault her at all, but we're going five six weeks into this you don't seem to be getting any meaningful time you're obviously there for the right reasons and you know you're not getting what you want out of this experience except having to you know entertain all these dumb toxic arguments and environment you're not there for that that's that's not your lane you know so I, i if even if you know matt hadn't sent her home i can't imagine Katie would want to stick around, especially like, let's say that she got that rose at the one-on-one. I still don't see, I, I wouldn't have seen Katie staying much longer. Like, I think she would have self-eliminated at this point. Because really? I don't get that. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know if she, I mean, no one will say this out loud, like none of the contestants, but I'm sure some of them might feel like, what am I doing here? I'm yeah. not, I'm not talking to this guy. I have to handle all these mm-hmm. women it's mm-hmm. it, it, i i can see someone like katie who clearly is not there just for the clout you know her saying like i don't i don't need this this is not what i came here for bye yeah so i don't know that's just me hoping and speculating you know yeah i don't know um i i think she would have stuck it out if she had gotten the rose um but who knows i know that she's feeling like it's been a waste of time unless you know unless she's named the bachelorette but we'll get we'll get to that yes um so then we have heather okay it was so corny but heather came in and they acted like it was a surprise and then (laughs) i was wondering well wait a minute you're gonna let her in she doesn't have to quarantine and then they had her vlogging like Colton season and making us think that she's quarantined for however many days they want us to think. I thought you had to quarantine for two weeks or 10 days or something, but I guess maybe if you get a negative, if you test negative yeah, so twice or quarantine. something, then yeah. maybe it's only three or four days that you have to quarantine. Something like that. It must whatever. be because she, yeah. shows, she does show up if not week six, something close to week six. Yeah, she she even said herself, I know you're already halfway through, but... Yeah, right, 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 So, that's I true. mean, if she that's showed true. up when they're halfway through, then you would think that she, by the end of her quarantine, it would be almost the end of it, but... Mm-hmm. Who knows? Whatever. So, she, she, she's, she happens. That's the thing. 
and um, Chris Harrison's <laughs> acting is terrible. Yeah. Um, but we don't see much more. Uh, it's at the end of the episode where she shows up and interrupts um, Piper with Matt. And Matt just cracks up and Piper's like, what the? F-? <laughs> yeah. Oh, very, very loudly. What the? What the? Beep? <laughs> such a it's a good reaction. It is a good reaction. It's such a solid reaction. That, sh- that just bounced off all the walls and dimension yeah. that's great <laughs> and the way she walked out too yeah the way she, she said, said it with her whole body with her whole body <laughs> okay speaking of piper she gets a one-on-one on this episode um i cannot help but feel for taisha because taisha also had a little carnival <laughs> date but the budget was uh drastically different yeah, she got a little little backyard carnival <laughs> yeah whereas piper got a whole woods filled with actual carnival rides and it was it was cute but also (laughs) it's 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 nothing we haven't seen before and it was unremarkable i'm still surprised by how piper is still there we don't see what matt sees because Mm, clearly they have yeah they have some connection they have some connection but we haven't seen enough of it i guess like we don't know we don't we haven't seen what we need to see to understand it right we just know that okay clearly he likes her mm-hmm. um you know but i don't know what uh deeper you know what what, conver- what conversations they've had or what connection they're feeling you know it hasn't been right. too clear um for the viewer so she gets a rose Moving on. <laughs> yep. Cool. Bravo. Moving on. <laughs> um, then the group date is a bowling date. Typical little competition group date where yeah. the losing team is supposed to go home. Um, the winning team was composed of four women. Michelle, Jasenia, Chelsea, and Serena P, I think. Uh, sounds about right. And they win and the other five go home, but... Uh, Kit actually, <laughs> I was surprised. Kit she, put she, up she, a good she has argument. the line of the date for she, sure. I think the reason that so Matt invited them to join after they had gone home and after they had already begun the evening portion, uh, Chris Harrison came and brought them a note and said, you know, that basically Matt says, you know, I feel bad, come join us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's all thanks to Kit because uh, yeah, I, I agree. She w- said to Matt directly into his eyes while he was looking at her <laughs> and holding hands or something like that face to face like when they were trying to or he was saying goodbye to them right yeah yeah and exactly. she's like oh come on do you do you want a bowler or do you want a you know, yeah, some like, kind of woman like yeah it's, it's, it's a different trait in women is the world's best bowler something you're looking for yes, in a wife right right yeah yeah and you <laughs> Which, know what I mean? valid valid a, like absurdly valid that that could be said for half of the date uh the dates yes uh, on this show yeah it's basically it's pure bad luck if you don't get time with him, because it's not that he doesn't want to spend time with you. It's that you were part of a group that lost a yeah, silly you, competition that has nothing to do with whether, whether or not you're right. a good candidate for him. Yeah. You drew the short end. Candidate. That's it. <laughs> Partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You drew the short end of the stick. Exactly. So, okay. So then they end up joining the evening portion and, um, fast forward, Michelle gets the group date rose. Um, yeah. and I was happy about that, yeah. you know, cause no complaints here. we like Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really, you know, again, 
mostly unremarkable. Like they, I guess they don't. They only showed like three or four interact uh, yeah, attractions. They have the, uh, there's the past couple of episodes, especially, but but in this one, really, it, it showed that at least for a very specific periods in time, they have so much going on in the yeah. footage that they just have to chop the yep. stuff up and, and somehow sucks, compress it. Yeah. I'm craving what we got from Tasha's season, which was more meaningful deep yeah. conversations, getting to yeah. know each other. Like we're not getting to know anyone on this show. Yeah. And something, really. it's something that, um, you know, someone like Chris Harrison will definitely disagree with this, uh, view, but it's, I can't, I mean, I've, again, we, I've been watching the franchise with you for the past couple of years and I can't remember them, them as in the production going so out of the ways to disrupt the, 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 the candidates in the house and this season specifically, like they've every, every other week, there's a twist and there's a, there's something to build the emotion up. And I, don't understand why i would argue every week maybe not an actual twist but every well, week they're disrupting something well what we've seen is then them throwing a grenade and, yeah. and just milking that for several True. episodes not necessarily weeks and then when it dies off when it dies down mm -hmm. they throw another grenade like for example the group date dumb date idea but at the end of the day there was a i guess winning team that earned quote unquote the night with matt and before shortly the rest of the women show up that's disruptive yep that's disruptive that builds this animosity that's not there to begin with you're making these women uh antagonize each other simply by their mere presence they're all they're doing is following orders it's like oh we get to show up okay we show up you're already building yep. more tension there that there mm -hmm. needs to be mm -hmm. and then you have someone like heather show up and then that's another grenade in there. Like yep. it feels like constantly Constant. they're just trying to break these women down yeah. when all they want is time to talk to this man and yes. you keep denying them of yep. that. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's beginning to be more and more clear how much they are desperate to manipulate for, you know, the, the, for the, the shock drama, value. Yeah, the, the shock value. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it's exhausting. <laughs> you know, yeah. like this, this season has been exhausting. So after the group date, um, Katie finally gets <laughs> a quote unquote one on one, which is really a two on one kind of <laughs> with Matt and his bestie, Tyler C. Yeah, really. Katie was the guest in Matt and, Ty I, and I Tyler's think so. date. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, like, Katie didn't even get a massage from Matt. Tyler C did. Yeah, Tyler, <laughs> uh, Matt draped himself on top of. <laughs> Tyler at one point which I mean beautiful really romantic that's being there for the right reasons that is yeah, but you know but he's not a he's not an official contestant on the show so as far as you know <laughs> so Katie got the friend zone date yeah um, I felt really bad for her I was I've been rooting for her pretty much the whole season and especially after the blow up between her and Serena C and how Serena blatantly lied about what Katie said. And, you know, she just I, she just crumbled when Katie came into the room and after their fight and mm -hmm. Serena C was gossiping about about it. 
inaccurately to the other girls immediately after like <laughs> like they weren't screaming at each other that you could hear every word from downstairs mm-hmm. that, and nobody asked her either like she came into the room and she was like guys immediately trying to get I ahead of it i just had yep. the craziest fight or whatever mm-hmm. you know whatever she mm-hmm. said yeah and they were like oh really what happened <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anyone really cared anyway um so after that i was super rooting for katie because serena was just talking shit and you know being being herself or being you know a version of victoria and um but no such luck she got the friend zone date she got sent home yeah and you know and i saw it coming but then i was just still so hopeful that I had so we had heard that there might be a spoiler about mm-hmm. be, her being named Bachelorette soon, and yeah. we thought maybe they would announce it after she gets sent home. So maybe she goes home this episode. Yeah, fine. At least she gets rewarded with you know being announced as the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's she comes out on top. But no, they didn't announce it. No, and they've and, also said those rumors aren't true. So yeah, who the, knows? the rumor was that it would be announced at the Women Tell All, uh, yes. and then it was reiterated by saying that it it comes into the light around the time that they were taping the Women Tell All, mm-hmm. and you have Chris Harrison on record saying that it was not even discussed, it was not announced, there was no announcement of any sort. What I'm thinking is. Because the timing of the rumor was really interesting because it does come the weekend before Katie gets eliminated. Mm -hmm. So it seemed to just play perfectly. And I'm wondering and I'm hoping uh, that this leaking, because it is a leak, that this type of news doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Especially when Reality Steve says it. Yeah. I usually like to avoid Reality Steve spoilers because if he says it's something is a spoiler, it's confirmed. He's the most well connected out there. You know, so then I try and I don't like to look at those spoilers. Rumors, I don't mind. Yeah. But actual confirmed spoilers, I try to avoid. But now, you know, it's it might still be true, but they're they're saying no. Well, what I'm hoping is that this leaking i hope it doesn't spook abc into changing lanes to yes. say like no what you didn't spoil us right yeah out of ego and that, that's because at some point during the season i i had a i had a feeling that katie wasn't gonna get much further than halfway yeah. down the season but i was rooting for her to stick around for a little longer just so we can get her platform up and yeah. just so we can have her in other things maybe a bachelorette season maybe something else but She's someone that we we need more Katie's out there. So yeah. I'm 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 always gonna root for her. And good people like her, mm-hmm. people who are kind and not just you know not just not mean, but actually actual good people who stand up for people who are yeah. being bullied or yep, definitely treated badly. That needs to be rewarded. Yeah, people like her should be rewarded. And mm-hmm. ABC would be smart yeah. to name her as Bachelorette because by doing that. They're doing something they haven't done yet, which is speak up and speak out against bullying, against toxic environments. Yeah, it's a, it's a proper know? it's a proper correction yeah. course when saying that, hey, listen, this season, our bad. Yeah, it was a mess, but let's maybe let's put the right person up there mm-hmm. so they can set the tone. But they'll never say our bad. They'll never admit well, to be, it being. It's this imp- uh, implicit kind of like. Mm-hmm. my bad and it, yeah. it's the same you know in in, in casting Tasha and matt 
as the you know as black leads you know mm-hmm. as latino leads with in the case of Tasha, it is this sort of reactionary uh selection that turned out to be two very good selections mm-hmm. um and that kind of i guess is part of the point that i want to make uh with the katie as bachelorette conversation what are what do you think about katie as a bachelorette so i think she would make a great bachelorette mm-hmm. a good bachelorette yeah i think that it would um i think that she deserves it yes uh the only thing is that you know she is a white cisgendered woman yeah and we've had plenty of those yeah i just i'm rooting for her because you know as long as we don't go back into having your typical white girl as a bachelorette every time right yeah you know as long as maybe we can get another person of color or minority of some sort after katie mm-hmm. then i don't mind um you know katie being the bachelorette because she deserves it and she's a, a good person and she yeah. she would do a good job and she you know she seems like she is looking for love so mm-hmm. um i you know i have no negative opinions yeah i i agree i i've I I almost feel bad for for Katie because mm-hmm. I I've already seen some of the reactions to the rumors and people saying oh great now we're back to white people for the next however many years I and it's it sucks because yeah. I I think she can be such a good example for you know just being a good person uh more sex positivity which mm-hmm. we saw a little bit with Hannah Brown season like there was that whole windmill situation yeah that she owned beautifully yeah uh but it was such a small portion of of the larger conversation and yeah. and and i believe someone like katie could destigmatize a lot yes. of the 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 outdated views that are out there on women on women's rights and mm-hmm. and, and sex positivity and and just mm-hmm. being a decent human being on reality tv yeah and katie would do a better job than hannah brown did in that sense because and don't get me wrong i loved hannah brown sure. yeah. as the bachelorette she was um she was great in many ways but katie will i think express herself better and be a little more um she would have the right words when it comes to mm-hmm. i think when it comes to that topic yeah um and she she seems to know what to say in most situations and she's also yeah she's been that person for longer Mm -hmm. hannah kind of got thrown into a situation that she probably wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. you know and and when it comes to the whole windmill and luke p reacting the way he did hannah wasn't she didn't see that coming i'm sure right so but the so the fact that she was so quick on her feet and and Mm -hmm. and say like yeah so what you know (laughs) uh whereas katie is not so much she's not going to be unprepared for conversations about that she comes into it being this person since before the bachelor the mm-hmm. uh, the bachelor so just having that knowledge and that nuance and that experience i guess with with the topic it, it could prompt some really good conversation out of it yeah yeah i agree um you know and i don't disagree with the the worry of oh we're gonna go back to yeah exactly you know same old same old um but as long as we don't as long as the next bachelorette after katie is someone different um i think that katie also has that to bring to the table which is not something that your typical bachelorette Mm -hmm. is like either yeah and and that i think that's something big is is the bachelor franchise take i guess you you kind of have to take turns with what conversation are you trying to spark in the uh, audience? You know, you have mm-hmm. Tasia as a black woman, as a Mexican woman. 
uh you have matt james as a as a black bachelor that's com- that's a conversation that was that need, needed to be had in 2020 moving into the next season what com- larger conversation are you, are you trying to bring into the zeitgeist and mm-hmm. katie has her own perspectives that is not just i'm just a, a girl from a small town and blah 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 exactly we, we've been through that this is not the time like we're, we'll get into Chris Harrison, but he's saying the whole thing about the woke police and all that. And it's like, it's not about being woke. It's about acknowledging uh, the, the the world that you're in. Yes. And, and reflecting it in your product. Yep. Okay, let's get into that. Let's so every whoever's listening is probably wondering what you're talking about with yes. woke police. <laughs> so uh, Rachel uh, Lindsay, uh, mm-hmm. she's been uh, hosting the show on Extra. Or, or I guess it's extra is the show. Yeah, extra extra TV on YouTube. I don't know. I watched it on YouTube. I don't know if it mm-hmm. airs on TV. I I'm sure some of her segments at least do. Um, but extra hired Rachel Lindsay. Yeah. And um, she recently, uh, we just saw it today. I think it aired either earlier this morning or last night. Uh, I think um, it was last night or yesterday or something. Or that it was published. I mean, mm-hmm. um, she interviewed Chris Harrison. Yeah. And uh, she specifically wanted to talk about the Rachel Kirkconnell, I believe is her last name. Yeah. Rachel, the contestant on Matt season. Right. Um, she wanted to talk about the controversy surrounding her, uh, the allegations that she might be racist, um, the insensitive photos sh- that she's posted, the likes of, you know, um, insensitive or MAGA supporting photos of her friends um the fact that her parents you know all the sleuthing that people have done on their own we went a little bit about it um last Last week week. yeah Yeah. we talked a little bit about it okay so so rachel um basically just said hey like you want to talk about this like you have anything to say about it Mm -hmm. and uh chris harrison wow um we 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 were fans of chris harrison because he does a great job as host of the bachelor franchise Mm -hmm. yeah and he seems unproblematic yeah we can assume whatever we want about we can we can imagine whatever we want about what he's like in real life but as far as we could tell he was a great host who's been doing this for a long time and he doesn't come up and and Scandals or controversies. Yeah, he's kept himself clean for a long time. Uh huh. Till now. Maybe. Sort of. Maybe. maybe. Who knows? It's just his defensiveness for her is two things. One, it makes me think Rachel won. Yes. Um, I'm not spoiling anything for you guys because I don't know for sure. But it really just watching him and listening to him made me think, oh, he's going. He's going way harder than I've ever seen him go for any one contestant that has controversy. Yeah, he seemed legitimately bothered by, yeah. the, by the whole topic. He seemed bothered like it might be personal or it also might be that she won. And mm-hmm. so he's fighting like ABC is counting on him and Bachelor franchise is counting on him yeah. to defend her and save face for the show because they casted her and she ended up as the final pick and it is with a black man yeah so um he was he was going hard and he was very defensive yeah and and it's it it props to rachel because i mean i i don't know how that product how her show is producing all that but i would imagine they give her some leeway because i the way she she was talking to him it, she tried to be professional and 
respectful oh, she as she is way um, more than she normally would be they hired her for a reason but the restraint on that woman is legendary if she honestly. were on her podcast she would have been ripping him apart yeah she was very cordial very very um easy on him because they yeah. probably told her hey like push him a little but not too much because we want to maintain a relationship here yes you know we want to keep you as a host and we want to keep him as a guest and you know we wanted them to not be afraid to talk to us about the show so you know and but i did even with those restraints i did appreciate that she did push back on some of the points that he was making because Mm -hmm. he seemed more concerned about people's reactions to the speculation and the rumors and Mm -hmm. and what's out there about racial than he was about the actual allegations Mm -hmm. and that's that that's a really interesting uh position to have on on the subject the fact that you have a contestant who yet again shows that abc's background checking on these people is trash to say the least because either trash or they're willfully ignorant or they are actively trying to stir up certain conversations out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one is worse. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, but Chris really went out of his way to call people the woke police to call uh, several times. Really? You're <laughs> calling Bachelor Nation the woke police because let's be real. No one cares about the Bachelor other than people that watch and enjoy the Bachelor. Yeah. No one's going to be concerned about this one contestant on the show that may be MAGA adjacent mm-hmm. unless you're watching the thing that it has to do with it. And mm-hmm. uh, unless you realize, oh, she's dating a black man on national TV and she might be a racist and she might be MAGA adjacent. <laughs> that is a conversation worth having. Mm-hmm. So, but the fact that Chris is saying like, yeah, but why are we so quick to burn this person's life to the ground? And it's like, dude, you had a whole season of women burning each other to the ground mm-hmm. how are you now the moral high ground yeah. how are you now the moral police of how we should or should not react to this possible person that might be racist or might be mm-hmm. uh, adjacent or at best at the very best extremely ignorant also he he kind of exaggerated a bit because it, one we're not quick to burn her to the ground because it it's been about six weeks that this has been a thing that people are talking about. And it's night getting one, bigger and bigger. Night, night one. one, right? Yes. And it and it's just starting to spread a little more and a little more. And now more mainstream outlets are mentioning it, like, oh, there's these allegations floating around social media. But it's been going around for weeks. Right. And um I I'm sure I'm sure ABC caught on to it early on and and did their best to hush the media mm-hmm. for as long as they could until now. They just, they're good. Comes to a point where, you know, they're not going to listen. They're going to report on what they're going to report on. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they'll go easy on you a little bit, but um, yeah, they had to bring it up because it's become more widespread knowledge. And two, um, who's burning her to the ground? Like we're all just, well, I'm sure people are, but I'm saying oh, yeah, like yeah. there is some evidence of, how she was at fault for you know at least at the very least being insensitive or ignorant Mm -hmm. um so really we want to we've just been wondering like when is somebody going to speak up (laughs) yeah it's like i just want to talk like like, (laughs) i don't want to hurt you i just want to talk but it's it's legitimate because here's the thing chris 
he he really was talking about like oh these things from 2018 like 2018 we're talking about <laughs> he, two he, years he ago he talked about 2018 like ago. it was forever ago and like even it was the then, 80s or something it could be 2015 it could be 2014 this conversation is not new one and two maybe the conversation to be had like w- what i wish he would have said is if someone did something insensitive or ignorant in the past, let's give them a chance to explain themselves. One, which mm-hmm. he did to an extent. He, but the yeah. bigger point here is she was a high school age girl. He was a woman in college. We do dumb stuff at that age. Maybe we get a chance to grow and be better and learn mm-hmm. and have that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But you're not letting her explain herself, which is what we were talking about last week is I was saying that. They're telling Rachel, just shut up. Don't say anything. We'll handle yeah. it. Or at least we think that's what's happening. But it's, that has to be it's it. been said that she's not contractually not allowed to speak on this. I think they're just insisting to her. Yes. Don't say anything yes. yet. You know, you'll we'll address it. We'll take care of it or or. You know, let's let a little more of the show play out and yeah. it'll be easier for you to address it on the final after the final rose or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But something's going on because it's not normal for someone to stay so quiet for so long after such serious allegations. Yeah. And here's something that annoyed me with uh, Chris saying because he didn't say at some point, you know, I'm sure when she's ready, she's going to talk about it. Blah, 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 blah. Here's my issue with that point is. Like you said, she's not contractually obligated to not say anything, mm-hmm. but she does have ABC's PR department behind her saying like, hey, probably, probably mm-hmm. speculation. Hey, don't say anything. We'll handle it. We'll send out Chris to bat for you. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because whenever someone like a Chris agrees to an interview with Extra or whoever, there's a pre a conversation about what exactly is going to be talked about. Chris is not getting caught off guard by any of this. So that tells me that there is an effort behind the scenes at having Rachel not speak on this. And I'm wondering why. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a really weird time to not say anything. Yeah. It's, to me, it's not a good look. Um, also, I, want, I wanted to say, because you mentioned how um, he was talking about 2018 like it was so long ago, right? Yeah. And he, he would mention, like, well, in 2018, uh, and Rachel, I think Rachel pointed out, right? Yeah, uh, no, Rachel she, Lindsay, she, it's not. Yeah. 2018 was not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and we're all, we're like, we're watching and listening. Like, there is so much you could have said differently that would be, would have been okay. Mm-hmm. So he said, oh, well, you know, in 2018, we weren't looking at things through the lens that we're looking at them now. <laughs> okay. Most, Many of us were. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, this a is lot not, of us were. Yes. I mean, uh, when was one of the first, well, it's hard to say even that, but like, I think 2014, even um, the, uh, who was it that was um, shot and killed? I believe it was, it was Eric Garner. Eric Garner. Yes. Um, And, and there might've even been other big ones before that, but like, okay. I get it. Black Lives Matter and um, racism in America mm-hmm. got in like a bigger spotlight and a yeah. bigger and it went way more mainstream in 2020. Yeah, than ever. But it's not new to most yes. of us. Yes. So 
what what you could say though is okay it's not new but she's from a small town in georgia that's predominantly white like it's in their culture and you know but after 2020 she's learned right or if you're going to speak for her or you can speculate for her yeah you know like after the year that we had last year a lot of people um started to see things differently than before Mm -hmm. even people who thought they were good people who didn't think they were racist but then they realized wow there's so much i didn't know or there's so much i didn't realize Mm -hmm. that i was doing wrong or saying wrong or not you know hearing or whatever which is is a lot of the really good conversations we saw out there in social media or wherever is people acknowledging like wow i never thought of it this way or that way i never i've never had to think about it this way exactly it doesn't mean we as a people as a culture weren't talking about it if you want to go to 2018 you could name any week month out of the entire year and i guarantee you there is some conversation some protest some unarmed black man being shot and killed by police Mm -hmm. at any point in the past 10 to 15 to 20 years at least you could point to to any date on any calendar and there is something worth talking about so you can't uh, say that 2018 we weren't looking at things with a certain lens yes the f we were (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes you were you weren't you were chilling in in your mansion or Mm -hmm. to did my best defense for Chris would be 2018. We're still in high, uh, you know, a uh, bachelor's popularity height. Bachelor's a year round kind of show. 50 weeks out of the year that man is working. He never had time to look at the TV. Maybe that's the absolute best defense that I could give him. That he just was not aware because he was so busy working <laughs> at yeah. best. Yeah. But you can't, but even right now, 2020, you could look back and say oh this was happening this was happening this was happening he had nowhere else to be he had time to educate himself and the fact that all he took out of this whole thing is like people are too woke Mm -hmm. come on bro that's basically what he said yeah i encourage you to watch that interview um again extra tv with rachel Lindsay and chris harrison um it's it was a little insightful on yeah it was deeply enlightening uh, because he does make the the point of you know that people have called them a hollywood elite and a liberal and they've also called him a republican conservative trumper trumper (laughs) and the thing is like i could see for a fact that he's somewhere in the middle like if if he's not a democrat he's i mean he if um if he's not a republican he's definitely a very conservative democrat mm-hmm. and he's definitely like uh, like you say uh, fiscally conservative mm-hmm. and that's a lot of hollywood you, and and that's you know it it does not mean that you get to go out there and, and have your first response be chill out to people that have valid concerns yeah. about your leading black man possibly dating someone who has who was taught growing up that he was less than she's she's clearly conditioned if if she saw nothing wrong with that what do you call it antebellum yeah the, uh, the antebellum era it's just southern you know georgia louisiana all these states that have plantations mm-hmm, right there were slave states so that's what that mansion where the party was held at it was yeah. historically it was it used to be a plantation um in the antebellum south that's just mm-hmm. the era 
the, okay. the aesthetic, I, I guess you could call it. Yeah. It's like calling something Confederate and, you know, mm -hmm. it, it just, it means a time and a place. Yeah. So if she really saw nothing wrong with that, not only in the moment, because I get it when you're in college and you're uh, trying to join a, a sorority, all you care about is being accepted and doing the parties and right. doing whatever they tell you to do. Right. But at least in retrospect, uh, you, you know, because if she grew up there and everyone around her was doing this thing that I can, I can see how you aren't really looking at what's wrong with the situation. You're just kind of going with the flow of what is normal in your environment. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it right. But I'm just saying, like, I can see how she might not have thought anything of it. But if she looks back now and still sees nothing wrong with it, that just shows how conditioned yeah. she is. And in a lot of ways, the silence is that's what tells me. It's, yes. It's the fact that she still sees nothing wrong. It's like people are mad. I don't understand why. Yeah. Well, but the it, thing is, we don't know if she sees anything wrong with it because because she hasn't see, said anything. Yes. And I but think, the silence imp could imply. Yeah. Like you know i'm not apologizing or i did nothing wrong or whatever but we just don't know she needs yeah. to speak up and i think it's valid for us to want to know yeah where she stands now yeah because there is this argument that i don't know if he he did uh, i think i know what she is <laughs> <laughs> okay go ahead no chris harrison was saying basically like she why why are you guys rushing her she's you know she because because of the fact that she hadn't said anything yet right well sort of but not that <laughs> no i was just saying that you know i'm sure an argument that either he implied or or i put in my head that he definitely thinks about is why do we want this political wisdom from this girl out of nowhere you know when in reality is yeah it's valid sorry nowadays you're what 20 she's what 24 i think so 24 is grown enough to have an opinion and you don't have, mm -hmm. we don't have to agree on that opinion, but you need to make that shit known. You need to be really clear about where you stand on those issues. Yeah. You're 24 years old. You're of voting age. You're in national TV with a platform. Mm -hmm. Sorry. You have, you need to have a side. You need to pick a side. Yeah. And, you know, I, I say that because Chris clearly has picked a side. He just didn't say it. He, he just didn't spell it out for us. Yeah. And it it's really concerning now to mm -hmm. me like i still want to say i'm a fan of chris i still want to say that i like him but in this particular interview it should not be missed that this is someone who sat down with a black man on tv they talked about his his uh position as the first black bachelor but come to find out several months later he's it's the same man who maybe won't for a minute for a minute stop and think huh is racial possibly someone who might be harmful to my my bachelor like to to yeah. my guy yeah and exactly that's concerning to me yes because then it kind of goes back to the whole casting of atasia or a matt as purely reactionary yep. and token yep they're it's only doing it because of the pressure that and you don't get to put a band-aid on this. No. You don't yeah. get to simply slap a band-aid and call it fixed. Mm -hmm. Because, and again, I hate that this is the narrative that's going to follow Katie. And if, if she is the bachelorette in the coming months, is the fact that she's not black. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate for Katie. Because yeah. she deserves so much better than that. She yeah. deserves so much more than 
yeah, but you're not black though. Where's the black bachelorette? Where's the next Latino bachelorette? What's where's the Asian bachelorette? She doesn't deserve that. And but that's what ABC, if they picked her, is setting her up for. She's being set up for that conversation, and I feel terrible for her. Yeah. All because now I see that Chris is someone who will not stick up for his people. Or he will stick up for the wrong people. Yeah. In this in this case. Yeah. At the end of the day, all contestants deserve uh, the benefit of the doubt and they mm-hmm. deserve some um, protection on the part of ABC. But your lead, you need to protect that man or woman with your life. Yeah. Because they are your brand. They are who you put out mm-hmm. there into the world. Mm-hmm. So it matters that at least you have the balls to say, hey, for Matt's sake, I will look into this and I will get to the bottom of this. Simple. Yeah. It really, really, that's all he needed to say. Yeah. You know, is it's not I will look into this because you would think here it is, is, is yes, this is concerning if it's true, but yeah. we don't know that it's true. We need to, you know, hear yeah. what Rachel has to say. Whenever that time comes that she speaks up, then we'll, you yeah. know. Listen, I'll take, but, I don't know enough about it. We'll find out when we find out. I'll take that. Yeah. But to, but to suddenly just weaponize, just weaponize it and say, like, why are you people so mad at her? Yeah. When, yeah, there's a valid conversation and discussion to be had here. Mm-hmm. If if you're not going to talk, let her talk. Yep. But none of you are going to, you know, be, <laughs> be real about this. Mm-hmm. Nah, we have a problem there. Yep. <sighs> well, <laughs> Katie for Bachelorette. Rachel, go home. <laughs> Rachel Kirk. No, I just, uh, yeah, I I do look forward to um, hearing what Rachel has to say, um, how she says it, how it's all handled. Um, if Matt picks her in the end, how he's handling this now. Yeah. What's going on between them? Um, yeah, you we know, just but, we just need to we just need them to have that conversation. Yeah. Because right now the issue is way less. It's almost less. The fact that these things are out there, the bigger issue right now is that no one's willing to say anything about it. Yeah. That Rachel hasn't said anything, that Chris is just clubbing people with this sudden morality consciousness <laughs> that, that he he's found at, 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 in the wrong direction. And ABC possibly setting someone up to... uh you know kind of be embarrassed on in in the case of matt you know if if because if if rachel did win if matt and rachel are together or have been together or had been together because who knows if you know when matt started watching the show he sat down to watch and he he sees the same thing we all see at the all same the, time all the tiktoks or mm-hmm. the screenshots or the possibilities out there mm-hmm. <laughs> that's sorry like that's that's embarrassing. Yeah. Like he, he could I'd be deeply embarrassed. Yeah. If, if for nothing else, just for the fact that he's a black man, and what does that say about him? And again, love is love. That's great. And if, and if this is not true, or rather, it's not reflective of who Rachel is today. Yeah. And they, Matt and Rachel, have had the conversation, and they found a, a place of peace, and they've learned, and they've moved on, and they've they're happy together. Fantastic. But we just don't know that that's the case. And that's the problem. We don't know what he knows. We don't know what Rachel has said. We don't know if they've even talked about this. That's a problem. Yeah. Makes me wonder um, if whenever, remember that preview when she was saying to him that 
I don't see color or whatever, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like um, color is not an issue to me and whatever. Yeah. I wonder if she kind of addresses this with him on the show, nah. sort of, not this specifically, because obviously, okay. I mean, addresses it in a different way, meaning maybe she has a conversation with him and says, well, I grew up in this town in mm. Georgia and it was... Yeah. kind of a racist (laughs) she might not say it in those words but she might say you know like i i grew up pretty ignorant to um what it means to be a racist or anti-racist and after 2020 i learned this and i learned that and Mm -hmm. and my parents don't share my views but this and that or or you know or my parents are good people and and they're not racist but unfortunately like they support trump or whatever you know like if she opened up with him that much and and went into detail about her background and whatnot yeah that would answer our questions maybe and you know and maybe that's why they're saying just wait just wait it's gonna air you won't have to say anything but you won't be put on the spot oh you mean to racial telling racial Racial, like just just wait don't say anything until that episode airs because everyone's questions will be answered and you won't have to be put on the spot on live TV in an interview yeah. or something or, or you won't have to put anything on social media. That's, that's, that's the only thing that I can, but they could feel. just as easily put out a statement mm-hmm. as a franchise mm-hmm. and say, we understand that there are certain allegations out there. All we're asking is time. All will be known. Just watch. Yeah. And tell me that's not, genius marketing that like oh you want to know like, you want to know mm-hmm. the truth wait about three weeks and that exact <laughs> conversation will be had yep. come on like it's just, it's just their unwillingness to you know be apolitical about this thing that's concerning to me yeah well we shall see um next week you know we've seen the previews of uh it's most of the attention right now is on heather but more concerning actions from the women in the house <laughs> bullying yep, Heather yep. now. Yep, and now Katie's and, not there, so and Katie's not there to defend anyone. So I feel terrible for whoever the woman turn on this time. I mean, aside from Heather, yeah, she's not she's not lasting through the night. Whether she whether Matt yeah. doesn't give her a roast or she says what I came here for this, I'm out. Yeah, uh, we don't know. We just it's becoming pretty clear that she she's there. She's all of one night there, mm-hmm. and then goes home she's out mm-hmm. uh but beyond her i f- i feel for whoever the next target of the house is because now it's less women and more than half of them are the nasty type so. yeah yeah unless most of those go home you know um because we see in the previews kit is like what are you doing here and you know in a nasty way and then um um who else uh Piper. Well, Serena Piper, Piper gets because angry. Uh, Heather says um, something like "You don't know me" or something. Oh, and he's like, "You don't and even know him." You don't even know Matt. Like, do you even know Matt? Yeah, you know. And, yeah. Which it, it goes back to like the point I was making, like where the start is is just how because listen, I'm not one to defend the women's actions in this house because they this has this has been the nastiest mm-hmm. season, the meanest, the cruelest yes. season. However devil's advocate here aside from a victoria or an anna or an mj who are clearly just terrible human beings yeah um 
a lot of that could be attributed to the producers meddling yeah with bringing five more women at halfway through the season with having the losing team show up to the after party you know with throwing a heather into the mix for no clear good reason <laughs> they've been messed with a lot so for a lot of the women's are a, a, a lot of the women i'll give them yeah the the slack of like they have been messing with yeah. you so much this season and i'm sorry yeah but also <laughs> i don't know if that means that they're showing their true colors by being nasty yeah you know so yet i guess um <laughs> It depends how nasty they get. If if they're just frustrated and they're kind of taking it out yeah. on her, that's one thing. But mm -hmm. if they say really, it seems to me like they actually say some really mean things to her. I think and it gets vicious very quickly. Yeah, and just it's just been vicious all season, and just seems to continue with poor Heather, who was <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm just showing up halfway yeah, through. No you're throwing through. you're throwing bait in a piranha then, box. Like yeah. it's just it's bad. Yep. Yep. Uh, we see her crying <laughs> in a way that looks like she's really, and she's really sort of shocked. Like, They're and, so mean. Yeah, she said that, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I almost felt bad for Heather, even though I don't want her here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel bad for her, though. Yeah, she doesn't but deserve that. No one deserves no. that treatment, you know? Yeah. <sighs> well... Nice. We covered everything, I think. I yeah, mean, wh you know. where, where are we in time? Um, 57 minutes. You know what? That's perfect. So um, that's it for us today. Um, you know, there's always lots to talk about <laughs> surrounding this show, yeah. both recapping it as well as talking about the world of Bachelor outside of uh, what they air yeah, um, but it's also like it's good to zoom in and on on specific yeah things because otherwise every episode would be hey welcome back to puddles and thorns here's more drama exactly here's more of the noise that exactly. permeated our screens for two hours <laughs> and we love to talk about substance and things that matter and stuff that's new and interesting <laughs> and, and relevant yes yes unless you're gonna show me love and romance i'll be happy to talk about the cute sappy stuff that's true we, we like cute and sappy here but um uh, do let us know what you think uh we're on social media um instagram specifically at petals and thorns xo mm -hmm. uh you can hit us up there we 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 really i'm very curious to see what people are thinking out there on Me too on just everything that's going on because for being such a exhausting and kind of repetitive season in, in instances it's also brought about some really interesting conversations on bullying and toxicity and uh racial race relations you know i didn't mean racial as in racial i meant racial rachel uh, rachel <laughs> um race relations and all that like uh, through all the mud and just the nastiness there are some deeply important things to talk about yeah. this season that i've that abc did not mean for that to be the topic of conversation <laughs> but that's what i'm seeing and that's yeah. what i'm talking about yep. sorry so but do let us know petals and thorns x petals and thorns xo on instagram yes well thank you for listening to yet another episode of petals and thorns and uh we'll see you next time no talk to you next time yeah mm -hmm. i guess i won't see you I mean, i'm seeing you i'm seeing you too i don't see everyone else all the if you do we uh we need to get a check though <laughs> until next time yes Bye. deuces <laughs>